Hi everyone, it is Sunday, April 1st, and you're listening to the very first episode of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. I am Jimmy, and alongside me for this journey is my good buddy, Josh. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Josh, and alongside me for this long, good journey that we hope is long and prosperous is my friend, Jimmy. Hey! This very, very first episode. How you feeling? I am a little nervous. A little. Right, I know I'm going to be like, uh, 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 and be kind of dumb, but it's it's all right. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, if you're listening to this, I thank you for listening to the very first episode. Um, technical issues, I'm sure, will sprout, but we will do our best to take care of those and make this the best gaming podcast around. I promise you that. Um, there's two of us right now. We are thinking about a third, but that will come later, um, depending on how much you guys actually like this. So... Uh, but yeah, anything else to add for the very first episode? Not really. Like I said, we're hoping to get big. That's the plan here. We're hoping to be like the biggest big big ever to where we're like have like our own stuff and whatnot. So yeah, what yeah. Let's just get underway here before I sound too stupid. <laughs> and I will say that, you know, our our ultimate goal is to break into the game business. Um and this is actually probably the easiest, um least cost effective way um like just spending money wise it's probably the cheapest way to start anyway um so we want to get in the business we want to probably i don't know be journalists or actually work on the games themselves and so hey, you know, if, you're, if you're listening and you like us make sure you follow us we'll be up on itunes rate us comments you know uh tell your friends uh, at first it's going to be all about word of mouth and uh, we appreciate any help that you guys can give us and then eventually, if it gets big enough, um, you know, we would like to maybe do reviews for you on a, a website. So look out for that. Um, but this is the very first episode, like I said. So, but yeah, let's get right into it, gaming-wise. Uh, what have you been playing, Josh? I have actually been playing a mixture of games right now. I'm really hooked on Armor Core Five at the moment. Um, it's it's great. I'm a big fan of the series. I've owned them. Playing a lot of Silent Hill, both HD collection and home uh, downpour, mm-hmm. it, it it got bad. People were giving it like mediocre reviews, but I think it's pretty fantastic in my opinion. So yeah, the, the one thing I got from the reviews is a lot of people were saying the combat was really really bad. Like, is it? Well, well, well yeah. That's the thing about Silent Hill. The combat's not meant to be like a. Um, I, I don't remember ever the combat being actually really great. So no, no, that's the thing. It wasn't. Everybody's like, yeah. oh, the combat sucks because there's no lock on. Yeah, yeah. Which is. You know, oh, I, I I can't operate without a lock on. I don't know where to aim. Uh, uh. <laughs> but um, no, the combat it's to make you feel like oh crap, I missed. Now I'm dead, pretty much. Well, like, it's a horror game. It should yeah, it should ex- yeah. feel like that exactly. So that's that's exactly right. And everybody misses the concept of. I think what it is is everybody forgets the concept of what survival horror is anymore because it's degraded throughout the generation throughout the years from the good like Resident Evils to now you have like what. Um, let me think of an example Dead here. Dead Space? Like Dead Space, yeah. Dead Space actually nailed it really good, in my opinion. Not the whole survival horror part, but just the... Uh, it's a nice mixture. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice mixture of uh, the, the action mixed with the survival horror. Like, mm. it is scary at times, but then it's, you know, really action-packed at times, too. But people are just missing the main concept of what survival yeah. horror is nowadays, I think. Is well, the- I mean, if you go throughout the internet, I think it's just the journalists and the reviewers who are really kind of bashing the game. But if you actually talk to gamers who are Silent Hill fans, I've heard a lot of them say it's the best one yet. So, Yeah, it, the only Silent Hill I really didn't like was um, The Room, which was 4. Well, you're, you were just- you're not alone there. I think everyone yeah. pretty much didn't like yeah. that one. Yeah, I, I talked to a lot of people that were like, hey, I The Room sucks. And I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm totally with you there. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, it's really good. It's just people don't 
like you said, the reviewers and like the journalists are like they play a game for two minutes and like oh oh well this uh, my frame rate slowed down right here because of this 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 and I don't like the game. Yeah, yeah, I have a I have a bone to pick with a lot of reviewers, but I'm sure we'll cover that in many episodes. So mm-hmm. you know, um, you got the HD collection as well, right? I did, mm-hmm. I did. Um, the only thing I have to gripe about is the voice acting in three because I'm pretty sure it's not the original actors. I'm sure. Yeah, I they think. think they redid them all actually. They did redo for three, I know for sure, and then, but for two, they also redid it for two. But the cool option is they let you select whether you want the new voice actors or the old voice actors, oh, and you so best cool. you best like freaking that. believe I but picked the three. Voice. Three, you don't have that option. Three, you don't have that option, which I don't understand hmm. why. I guess because two was the best one, and it like a lot of people's view. So it's like, hey, we want to keep the original experience, but still with the updated HD textures and stuff like that. So that's interesting. Yeah, um, I mean to pick that up. Actually, myself, it looks pretty cool because I, uh, I really love 3. I never played 2. That's why I want to pick uh, it up. So. How and can you not play 2? Yeah, everyone says 2 is the best. So Well, personally, 2 is where everybody, I think everybody should start because it you know, it kind of goes in a little bit of the backstory of Silent Hill as well. Yeah. But the first... 2 is like kind of like by itself a little bit. Yeah, you're still in Silent Hill, but it doesn't really tie... like It does tie in with Silent Hill, but it... It's a completely set, different set of characters, is what I'm trying to get at. So, but if you haven't started with Silent Hill One, if you are a PlayStation Plus member, this mm-hmm. Tuesday you can get it for free. Absolutely, and I'm very for excited for that. I, I am, I am kind of depressed that it's not in. They didn't do HD remake of One because I think that'd be really awesome as well. But I can understand because it's you know on the PlayStation, and but getting it for free is a big plus. So for free. definitely, yeah, for free, definitely get out there and pick it up. Get it, <laughs> get it. <clears throat> Anything else you've been playing? Um, the uh, I don't want to admit that I've been playing to this game, but uh, I was one of the unfortunate few that have paid the full price for Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Yes, we actually went through that the other day. That game is something else, and probably not in a good way. <laughs> game of the year. Game of the year. Game, game of the year. We're calling game. it right now. Uh, I, I think the main problem with that game, honestly, was it has the Resident Evil name. And, yes. uh, you know... I've heard so many people just their expect expectations were so high and they were disappointed because they expected a Resident Evil game and it's not, which they, which granted they came out and said it's going to be completely different, but you, you got to kind of, you know, lower your expectations a little bit. Um, right. I did. I completely thought it was going to suck, but I, but I bought it anyway, uh, just so I could play it. And um, a few things kind of surprised me. I had a little bit of fun with it, but overall, it's definitely not a very good game. No, no, it isn't. Like, it's it's that thing. I think um, everybody was thinking it's going to be totally different, but, I mean, Slant 6 totally, like, turned it upside down, put it on its head. It, yeah. The AI is one of the biggest things I have to complain about. This, the AI in that game is so, so stupid. Very it, bad. <laughs> it's almost impossible to get through the game without an actual intelligent person playing with you. It's just it's just so terrible. The one thing I did like about that, uh, you don't actually, if they if they die or go down, you don't have to pick them up. All you have to do is go to the next checkpoint and they automatically respawn. Thank God for that. <laughs> because, God. Of those, because of those doors that say, all teammates must be present for you to go through a door. Like, honestly, if if I was there with, like, three other people and, like, they were left behind in, like, a big zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't wait, hey, guys, are you coming? Follow behind the big... The, here I'm being like, sorry guys, out. I'm I'm gone. Yeah, I'm going I'm through out. this door. I don't care. I don't care about this door that needs all you guys. I'm just going to kick it down and go through. Like it, exactly. I just uh, that my, game. my biggest issue with it too was was the handling. Just the overall feel. Of the game wasn't really that great. 
Um, it felt like a so. I mean, Slant Six, obviously, if you don't know, uh, made the SOCOM confrontation game for the PS3, which wasn't very well received. Um, some SOCOM fans, you know, liked it, and it did have a pretty decent community for a while, but um, overall, it really wasn't that great of a game, and this game pretty much feels like a copy-and-paste job of that, so the control problems for that game pretty much are the same here. Um, I just really didn't care for the controls in this one. I got stuck on a lot of objects, and um, some of the button mapping issues with, like, switching weapon being the left trigger I thought was pretty weird, but... That, that was weird. It... Uh, along with the controls, I don't know why why you would incorporate. The one of the things that annoyed me the most is I'm trying to like CQC a zombie, right? And I'm sticking to the wall because mm. it incorporated that automatic cover feature, which is so annoying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of think of something like that, like off the top of your head, and you're like, well, why wouldn't it be automatic? That's kind of cool. But then you mm. see it the way that's implemented here, and it's just, it's not good. <laughs> it's yeah, not. It's, it, they should have done some kind of button. Um, yeah. for cover. It is hey, just make, not the, good. make the weapon switch button the cover button. Like, instead of making it like an odd button that shouldn't be used as a weapon switch. Yeah, That's just... exactly. You know, and another thing is just like uh, the... Sometimes you'll put one bullet in a zombie's head and they'll go down. Other times you'll have to put your whole clip into the zombie's head. <sighs> it's very, uh, I don't know, inconsistent. And, you know, like I said, I mean... If you if you guys ever find the game in a bargain bin somewhere for like twenty bucks, fifteen bucks, ten bucks, I would say go for it. Um, but make sure you have friends to play it with. Well, at the rate it's at the rate it's going in, at the rate it is now, everybody's getting the taste of the game and seeing how bad it is, and everybody's you know doing the whole trading thing because they don't like it. It's going to mm. shoot down in price so fast that it'll be yeah definitely what, like twenty bucks in no time. So. We'll see. It is Capcom, though. So yeah, I, that is that is. True. I'm sure later this year they'll have Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City Ultimate Deluxe Super Duper Edition. Yeah, exactly. With That's all just... the costumes. Yeah. So well, it, uh, I just there's so much I can say about that game, and I don't like to bash a game, but I have I played all the way through the game, so yeah. I think I have the right to yeah. rave about it. So it's just it's no. just I think I think they had so much potential with what Capcom gave them, you know. And they just, even the story, I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys, but the story even really isn't, it, it's cool that it, t- you know, gives you another side to the Resident Evil series, like, you know, between two and three, you kind of get to see. So there's some cool scenes, but overall, it's just, it's not really there. Yeah. It's just, you finish it in a, like four, I think I beat it in three and a half hours. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, you know, just- I do like the leveling system, although when you actually get to levels, you don't unlock anything via le- like, oh, I'm level 50. I didn't. You don't unlock anything. It's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, you buy all your stuff with ex- experience points, and it's just kind of like, well, why have a level system? I yeah, it the um the experience points thing too. Like there wasn't a, to me, there wasn't enough skills. Like you can upgrade each of your skills. Like I'm not spoiling anything, but you upgrade your skills three times, and then you can buy weapons, and then there's nothing left else to spend your ex- experience on. They're just left with this big, massive 10 gazillion thousand experience points with nothing left to do with it. So it's just... It'd be cool if, like, you could, um... with your If you have experience points, kind of like a, uh... I can't think of the game I'm trying to think of now, but, like, before you go into a mission, you can select things to take with you and spend your experience points as currency, like, uh... Maybe extra body armor or... Just for a, that mission. Yeah, just for that mission. Yeah, like, definitely. Things like, That'd be a cool incorporation instead of letting your experience points build up to ten gazillion and not have anything to do with it after you purchase everything. So definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, we both kind of agree that it's uh, it's not very good, and people should definitely stay away from it for the sixty dollars price point right now. Absolutely. Um, I actually spent the extra ten dollars and got the um, super duper steelbook edition. The only good thing about that 
was the, the steel gen that it comes in. Yeah, yep. definitely. That was really cool, actually. And I will go on record right here and saying that if every game developer made every one of their games in steelbook cases and charged 10 extra dollars for them, I would buy all of them. <laughs> Me too, especially with the art design. Like, honestly, that's like one of the best. To be honest, it looks better than the um, Collector's Edition steelbook for uh, Assassin's Creed. Like, no joke. Like, this, oh, yeah, yeah. It looks really, really nice. I would have bought it too, but I didn't get there in time, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, stay away at 60 bucks. If you guys have a chance to rent it, I, I'd give it a rent maybe. You know, it's, if you're looking for something quick to play one day, give it a rent. Um, like I said, four hours will get you through most of it. Um, the actual competitive multiplayer is, I had some fun with it, but it's very unbalanced as well. So, um, just, uh, a word of caution if you're planning on purchasing the game. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree that the, (sighs) That game is just—I want to say more, but I don't want to bash it too bad because it does have its—it does have its positive points. Like it does. It, it, like I said, it has its fun little moments. It's just they—they're not enough to yeah, overcome just, the game. They're far and in between, is what it is. Like, I will—I will say this in my opinion. Um, like the Metacritic score, I think is like what, like a in the forties. Fifty. Last time I checked, it was fifty-one. Fifty-one. I, yeah. I will say this is you know like some websites like um I'll just IGN gave it like a three I think or some something absurd. I don't think it's that bad. I. But I can't see the game being, like, if I were a reviewer reviewing the game, I can't see it giving it above, like, a six. Six. It's, you know. Yeah. Six at the most. Because, like I said, it does have its, like, kind of, like, redeeming qualities. Um, Some of the abilities are cool that your characters can have. And then when there is zombies, it's a blast. Like, there's sometimes where zombies just keep coming and... Oh, this game's itching for a horde mode. Yeah, it is. It, it'd be so much better if it had a horde mode option. There is a survival option on um, on the multiplayer, but you are versing the other uh, the opposition as well. You're going to survive until the helicopter comes. Blah blah yeah. blah, blah, blah. But it's just that's it actually a pretty interesting um, concept. I've played a few rounds of that. It's kind of cool, um, but only four people can fit on a helicopter, and there's mm-hmm. eight people in the game. So yeah. there could be two from each team, four from like one whole team being in there. It, it's it's actually pretty fun, um, but you know, like I said, it's just horde mode, just, just straight horde, horde mode. Horde mode. That's all you needed for this game. Dumb, yep. dumb, even just dumb zombies, just horde mode. Yeah, but make it like a lot because there is at times a lot of zombies on a screen, and I didn't Ton. notice any frame rate issues. So yeah, I mean, so the frame rate was good, but uh, yeah, they can they can do it. DLC like two years down the road. Hey, we're releasing this DLC. Nobody has a game anymore. Or cares, but we're releasing DLC of the horde mode. Yeah. I'll buy it for you, Capcom. Don't worry. <laughs> no, but what do you think of the uh, CG graphics? I did, I thought they were actually really bad. Like I don't know really, what happened with that. I think I mentioned that because we actually did a uh, commentary playthrough, yeah. and I mentioned that I was. I think I mentioned that I rather look at the gameplay graphics and the CG graphics. The CG graphics were like PlayStation One CG graphics. It was terrible. Yeah, it was. It, ah, I don't know. It was just kind of took me off guard when I first seen that. I'm like, okay, I know you're capable of more than this. Right. Come on now. Yeah, was, um, I don't know. Leaves a bad taste in my mouth. That it, game does. It, it does. It, huh. it. It's definitely not my biggest disappointment I've ever played. That might go to Brink, but it's oh, up. Brink. It's up there. Let's not even talk about. Yeah, Brink. It's not, yeah that's, that's not. Don't buy that game. Yeah, it's even at the fourteen ninety nine price tag. The game's terrible. Yeah, don't don't do that. <laughs> um, any anything else new? I've been playing. Um, no. I like I said, I've been uh, pretty much the new releases. From- Shoot many robots. Oh my gosh, Shoot Many Robots. We've been playing totally Shoot Many fair. Robots. It that is game awesome. is <laughs> a highly recommend game. It's only 10 bucks on uh, 
or the PlayStation or the Sen network now, I guess you want to be co- politically it's correct. It's still the PSN to me. Yeah, it's still PSN to me too, but just to be politically correct so we don't get uh, some troll. Uh, 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 click, uh, click, click on well, we'll say now that we're just, just going to call it PlayStation Network. I don't, yeah, care, PlayStation. What you, I don't care what you say. PlayStation <laughs> yeah. Store. Yeah, it's nine nine. It's ten bucks. It's more than worth the purchase. If you guys like, uh, what game am I trying to think of? Um, think, think Borderlands, but in a side scrolling type uh, fashion. Exactly, because there's uh, it's all L- kinds of loot, loot fest. Of, loot fest, absolutely. Yeah, it's a very very fun, fantastic game. I highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Ten bucks. You can't really go wrong for ten bucks. I mean, uh, I say buy it. Just go right now. Stop listening. Well, don't stop listening to the podcast. But as you're listening to the podcast, go and download it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't care what system you have it for. I think it's actually available on PC now mm-hmm. as well, so do it. When it Go. it is coming to P, it's I think it's actually coming to PC. But when it does, you guys are getting a whole, PC players are getting a whole lot more stuff than what um, us console players are getting. Because you guys, one of the things I've seen is the um, uh, Gordon Freeman type. Oh, I know outfit, that was so. that was ridiculous. I'm so upset that they got that. I know, me too. But yeah, I mean, it's especially if you're looking for because um, it does have split screen. I mean, it's it's. It does. It has one one screen up to four yeah. players. Um, so if you're looking for a good game to play with friends um, for cheap, I, I think that game is well worth the um, entry fee, entry fee. Uh, ten bucks, not much. Uh, you know, there's different levels. There's a ton of levels, um, and it gets very very difficult. <laughs> oh, it does get difficult. Yeah. I, but it's fun. I mean, you're getting your you know ass kicked sometimes by these little robots, big robots sometimes, and I don't think it's fun. I don't think there's been one time where we've played that I haven't laughed like hard at yeah. one point because just hysterically laughing. Yeah, it's just and it's a re- it bring the couch co-op concept is fantastic. I love games it's dying. Couch co-op. It's dying, which is sad. I know. It's That's very why sad. I'm also excited for Borderlands Two when it comes out because it's yeah. also having couch co-op again, like the first one. So yeah. I love, love, love couch co-op, but it's so hard to find. But. Ugh. Shoot many robots. Good game. I mean, the game does have its little flaws, but yeah. it's the fun factor just completely is worth it. It's not as bad as Resident Evil. I mean, like it, every <laughs> no. every every no. game, every game's gonna have its flaws. I mean, I did see even the great old Holy Grail of Mass Effect. There were a very 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 few flaws, but every game has them. Yeah, definitely. But just it, too many robots overrides the bad things. You just don't even notice them half the time anyway. So, great game. Go buy it right now. Yeah, definitely. I I second that. Definitely buy that. Um, we've been playing Battlefield again. Getting back on Battlefield. Uh, the just, new patch came out. Uh, I forget new, what number pa- what what number is it? Patch three, two? What is it? Do you know? I think it's three. Three. Oh, Huge patch. If you uh, haven't played Battlefield yeah. since the patch, and you put in put in Battlefield, um, go make yourself a sandwich or something. Take a nap because it's going to take a while to download. It's a gig uh, and a half almost. Gig and a half. Um, Fix does fix a lot of problem a lot of problems that I had with the game um, when I played it previously, but it also brings up some new ones as well. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen, with a game like that, online game, I, there's going to be problems. It you know, it every happens. Game, every, every game, every 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 I'm gonna say every gun is inaccurate as inaccurate gets. Mm. Like, and you I, you shoot guns in real life, so it's not like you don't know a damn thing about guns. Yeah, You're, you know, I I do shoot guns in real life, and it's like wow, this is not what would be happening. On a real gun, like like when I when I have a foregrip on a gun, it allows for a lot better aim down the sight mm. accuracy. But then still, when I aim down the sight with a foregrip, they say they adjust foregrips. They said they adjust all like, I bet you I can find the list and then read it to you guys. It's like six pages of stuff they edited and fixed with every gun. But the foregrip, even with the foregrip, you're shooting 
all over the place. Yeah. It's like you're just spraying no matter what you shoot. Except unless you're using a sniper rifle, then you're not spraying. Yeah, definitely. It's just, it, it annoys the crap out of me because everything, all the guns were fine except the um, USAS. It shot way too fast, and with frag rounds, it was just cheap. But and they, but people, they nerfed that though. Yeah, they did. That's, they that's did. nerfed. Yeah, I've haven't seen too many people use that since the patch. So I have it now. They're using the uh, DOA twelve with frag rounds because it's semi-auto, and the faster you pull the trigger, is the faster it shoots. So yeah. Well, well, I mean, there's there's always going to be you know you can make a patch you know, 10 gigs to fix a bunch of problems, and I'm sure something's going to sp- sprout up. It's just, you know... The thing that keeps me coming back to Battlefield is it is fun. I mean, especially when you're playing oh, with yeah. friends. You know, you got some, you know... Like, the other night we were playing, and you were having a dogfight in the air with some guy, and I was giving you ground support with a stinger. I mean, it's fun. It's Yeah, it is fun. Really like, fun. Oh, and that dude sent me hate mail. That was so great. I laughed my ass off. Just because he couldn't shoot me down that last time. It was... jeez. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy Battlefield. It's definitely, you know my go-to online game and uh free listeners out there the more episodes you listen to the more you realize that i me personally absolutely cannot stand call of duty and i'm sure that'll come up more than once i do think it's um i don't know it's called i don't like call of duty so battlefield's my game of choice battlefield offers great like you just can't find stuff and um one thing i tell people that come in to where i work and they want to buy games and they're like, should I get Call of Duty or Battlefield? I'm like, you should definitely get. I'm not like bashing Call of Duty because it's, you know, as it's good paid. good points. You yeah, know? yeah, it's kind of paved the way, paved the way, so to say, for the shooter genre. But shooter genre on consoles, on consoles, yeah. Because you're gonna have it some, you're gonna have some PC guy come in and be like, well, no, Team Fortress, no. <laughs> <laughs> we anyway. understand, we understand PC players. So we're, you yeah. Know, um, yeah. So don't don't hate us. But yeah, they're always asking me, um, what should I get, Call of Duty or Battlefield? And I always recommend Battlefield, because what I didn't like about Call of Duty, I did play, so you guys can't be like, we never played, huh? But um, if I get a Predator missile and somebody's hiding in a building, and I drop the Predator missile on top of the building, and the building doesn't even like show damage of the Predator missile, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, that's freaking awesome. Like, but then when I'm in a tank or a jet, however, in Battlefield, you can just bring the whole building down. You can bring the whole building down and kill everybody inside of it. Which I is, think that's definitely a big selling point for Battlefield, though. You see someone hiding behind a wall, blow the shit out of the wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Simple throw as that, you know. If they like run around the wall and they're hiding and they're camping, or if you have like a motion detector and you see them on that side of the wall, throw some C4 on the wall and just click, mm-hmm. there's the whole wall with them. So it's just, and um, yeah, so Battlefield all the way. Definitely, definitely. Uh, not to say that they don't they they need to improve a lot still. Um, that's mm-hmm. that is there. Um, I was actually kind of disappointed in it. Um, I'm a battle. I, I I like to consider myself somewhat of a battlefield vet. I've played all of them. Um, the one I actually played the most though is Bad Company Two um, on consoles, not PC. But um, I loved Bad Company Two. I had it uh, for my PS3 and Xbox. Played both probably hundreds of hours into each, um, just so I can play with certain friends and. That I loved it, and for some reason, for me, Battlefield Three just feels weird to me. I still think it takes a little bit too long to kill someone. It um, does, you know. And I'm I'm a firm believer of one bullet to the head, no matter what gun should kill someone. Especially shotgun to the face, like there's shotgun a to the face. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of CQ uh, CQB maps, like especially Operation Metro. If you guys have played Battlefield, you know about Death Hallway and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And when I'm running through a thing with the 870 with flechette or buckshot and I run right into somebody and my reticle is on their face and they just there's no way you should miss that yeah yeah I shoot them 
twice while they're spraying me, and they still kill me with like what a knife. You see, a yeah, knife. with a knife. With a, yeah, oh, that annoys me too. Right in the chest. People just right yeah, in the people chest. People just running up to you from from your front and just <laughs> stabbing you in the chest or in the throat and just killing you. Like how? Do, why can't I do that? Like, That's why I'm excited for the new Counter Strike. Mm. Global offensive. Yes. Um, us con- if you're <laughs> gonna play it on console like like us, um, probably gonna get our asses handed to us <laughs> because mm-hmm. uh, Sony PS3 players, I should say, get to play with uh, online guys uh, from PC players. Yeah. So we're gonna get our asses kicked most well, likely. And, the, and then even with the console games, you're gonna have people that run the Frag FX controllers too. So that's true. Um, that's... I'm gonna. I think it's actually keyboard and mouse compatible for PS3. So if you want to run that way. Oh my. Yeah, you can <laughs> do that. But uh, that's one of the games. It literally is one shot to the head. You're dead. You know. Mm-hmm. It basically. You know promotes getting better accuracy shooting better you know and not just yeah. spraying uh, like if if battlefield had some kind of thing where you know they had like equipment and you can equip a helmet that maybe yeah. you know made it made you more durable to in the head i don't know that's fine but you know when a sniper i think the sniper just has a bandana on mm-hmm. i put a shotgun shell to his dome and he still lives okay you know bullshit well or if they had like a um if you had like a uh, armor type system like uh, rainbow six had to where yeah. you could be either more mobile or have more armor and take more damage in shots. I could totally see taking that, like a whole clip or two to take somebody down, but when you're just don't have any option like that and everybody's health is the same, definitely. It shouldn't take like or you get ammo. that guy when you shoot him and he uh, kills you and then they show the kill kill cam and he's at 0% health. That's <laughs> I just want it's it's the I, will to live. I want I just want to talk to Dice and just be like, "So, how do you guys figure that?" Yeah, it's, it's their will to live. Will to live. It's the adrenaline keeping them alive. It's like, what are, what are they, Bear grills? Come on now, this yeah, is right. ridiculous. Um, I've <laughs> oh, been playing some of that. We, uh, I actually played, um, I've actually been playing quite a bit of games as well. I actually kind of got back into um, Red Dead Redemption. Um, game. game from a couple years ago, actually. If you guys haven't played it, shame on you, really. I mean... That game is fantastic. Well, now they have the option of getting the Game of the Year edition, which is like, what, like 30 bucks now? Or it's on sale like for 30 bucks right now, so yeah. um, guys, go out to your local GameStop and buy it for 30 bucks. That's a def- Everybody's like, it's a Grand Theft Auto with horses? No. It's it so much it's better. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love that game. I won't touch on it much because, like I said, it's been out for two years, and you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it's fantastic. If you haven't played it, go, do yourself a favor and go get the Game of the Year edition um, because the zombie, zombie expansion pack is actually really good as well. So. It is really good. And zombies, everybody's all about zombies now, so. And nothing, actually, the Red Dead does it really well. Like, you don't get mm-hmm. ammo, headshots, you have to do headshots. Mm-hmm. Like, if you shoot him in the body with a shotgun, they're just going to keep coming at you until you shoot him in the head, so. Yep. Uh, it's really good. Um, played a little bit of Journey a couple days ago. Very good game. Um, I'm, if you're into gaming and, been, and, like, browsing gaming websites, I'm sure you've heard plenty about it. Uh, if you haven't played it, I really think you should, and every gamer should, it's a fantastic game. Um, I don't know if you played it yet. But, I have uh, not. I, I want to. It's very good. I the price to. point's kind of scary for because like it can be beaten like two hours. Mm. Um, if you don't know the premise of the game, I mean, it's kind of difficult to explain. There really is no. I mean, there's a story. Um, it's difficult to. You have to actually play it to figure it out. Um, but basically, you start the game in the desert and you walk up this big sand dune, and right ahead of you is this giant mountain with a light beaming out the top. In the whole game, you just walk to that mountain. And the multiplayer aspect is actually, I think, one of the coolest ways to implement multiplayer is throughout your journey, you actually run into other people. There aren't lobbies or anything like that. They actually just, you just run into each other and you can complete the game, complete your journey uh, with 
another person. It's only one other person, but you can meet multiple people throughout the game if you leave that person behind or they go on without you or whatever. Um, it's really good. Um, beautiful game. If this game does not win some kind of graphical artistic award at the end of the year, there's something seriously wrong with this industry. That's all I'm going to say about that. But a good game. Yeah, it, um, yeah, absolutely. The, uh, it looks good. Like, I played Flower. Oh yeah, and same I, developer. Uh, that yeah. game, that game company, very good company. Flower is actually really good. Everyone's like, "Oh, you fly around is it's so gay." No, it's actually really, it's really relaxing. Good. Yeah, it's a really relaxing, really good game. I the really only thing, I had, the only thing I had problem with that was the six-axis controls because they were trying to push that at the time, and it wasn't. Yeah, I'd rather have used the analog stick, but it was still fun either way. Yeah, it was still really good. Like I said, so I might pick up a Journey later on. We might have a discussion about it in a later podcast, but. Good game. Very good game. Mm-hmm. Um, got the uh, Devil May Cry HD collection. Mm-hmm. Since uh, HD collections are the cool thing to do nowadays, which I actually do fully support them coming out with these. Um, classic games like that. Mm-hmm. All, I'm all for it. Um, this actually wasn't scheduled to be released until this coming Tuesday, April 3rd. But they street dated it, what, last week? Yeah, sure. but... Um, we are now, we, we, I mean, we got an email at our, our job and said, you can sell it now. Street Dated was lifted, and I jumped all over that. 30 bucks, or 40 bucks, excuse me. 40, yeah. Um, for three absolutely fantastic, well, two fantastic games well, and yeah, one mediocre say, one. I was going to say, it's more like two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. Um, Devil May Cry 2 is still decent. I think, you know, it's well, not Well, see, in my opinion, bad. it was the third one that wasn't all that great. Really? Really, no, yeah. Well, it was that is definitely a minority right there. I don't think many people... I think it's I just, usually the other way around. Yeah, I just didn't like the whole prequel idea. Like, it just, it didn't... Well, then you're it, not going to like the new one, are you? <laughs> well, no, because, well, the new one, the new one's a reboot. Oh, it's reboot, a whole that's reboot. right. Reboot, okay. So it's not like, you know, emo, oh, this is Dante. Emo Dante. Yeah, it's not emo, well, it kind of still is, but <laughs> it's just a whole new reboot of this. That's why it's called DMC instead yeah, of Devil May Cry. So. Interesting to see where that game um, lands. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually excited for it. It... The combat doesn't look like Devil May Cry to me, but it it just that doesn't like Dante neither. But apparently, it's before he grasped the concept of his power and stuff, and he was yeah. lanky and whatever. We'll see. We'll see where that ends up. Uh, I don't know. It, it'll be interesting. Interesting. See, not much is known right now, so only time will tell. Indeed. Um, I also have been playing. What else have I been playing? I got a Vita recently. Actually, took the dive and got that. Very, very good system. Actually, surprisingly enough, um, sales have not been good. Here's a here's a speaking of sales. Here's a quick fun fun fact. Not to like cut you off. But no, you're good. You're good. A quick fun fact. Conversational podcast. Yeah, yeah. If if you didn't know this, I think it's pretty sad. Over in Japan, um, the Vitas were actually outsold by new PlayStation Twos. Hmm. So that's. I was not looking forward to getting one if they were that bad. No, but when they came I, over to the US. I don't. I, the thing in Japan is they don't have any games to push it right now. Mm-hmm. They came out at the very the worst time possible. The DS just released the new Mario Kart and new Monster Hunter mm-hmm. for the 3DS. So that's a death that's right. note for for the Vita. And the Vita didn't have anything. The Vita's marquee game that they are pushing is Uncharted, which is a, primarily a Western game. It's not. Yeah, absolutely. It's not big in Japan. The, With Monster Hunter, my, everybody in Japan owns Monster Hunter. I can almost every, guarantee. Oh yeah, everyone. At least it some would, form of Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, and I. What saddens me is I talked to a Nintendo representative yesterday, and yes, I did talk to a Nintendo representative. Don't be part hating. of part of our job. Yeah, part of our job. I did talk to a Nintendo representative. I'm a big Monster Hunter fan myself, 
And I was actually hoping that I would actually buy a 3DS just for Monster Hunter. And she told me not to get my hopes up because I asked her if it was coming to the U.S. And she said, don't get your hopes up. Maybe, maybe, was, maybe we'll get it on the Vita. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, there is a Vita one. She said, wait for the Vita one. Oh, okay. Well, so, there you go. Plus, another way I know there's Vita one, European uh, retailers listed Monster Hunter for the Vita on their websites already. But there they took go. it down. Oh, so. They also actually, um, didn't the same website also advertise a new Grand Theft Auto in Final Fantasy for the Vita? They did. I believe that, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, But if you're thinking about getting a Vita, I actually strongly recommend it. It's really good. Um, I still am kind of under the impression that there's going to be a price drop at some point this year. There's going to be. I'm a firm believer in that, but it's a very good system. I really like it. The touchscreen is actually... Awesome. Uh, works very well. The back touchscreen is pretty cool when used right. Um, not many games really embrace that yet, but... Um, I did play... Um, we have a demo in the store. Oh, your store has a demo? Yeah, we oh, have a demo nice. that you can actually play. And I've been to other stores that have demos, but they you can't play with them. They're in like a plastic case, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I got to play a little Deviance, and that game really does a good job of incorporating the back touchscreen. The game flows perfectly and fantastic. It's a really good game. If you have a Vita, I recommend you get Little Deviance. That was, Just, Sony, that was Sony's kind of um, Vita version of like Wii Sports. It was like a just a bunch of little games, mini-games, I think. It's actually, you play these little things from um, some planet, outer space, something like that, and yeah. you have to collect things. And you use the back um, screen to lift up the environment, and that's how you roll them around. And stuff. It's oh, okay, just, fair enough. Fair it's enough. It, it's it's really it's really cool the way it works. I love the back touchscreen. I think it's mm. a good incorporation of the. Um, yeah, it's it, it's really cool. Yeah. Anyhow, um, I've been playing some uh, with with that. I mean, I got uh, MotorStorm RC, which if you're a Vita owner, uh, if you don't know, it actually is free on the PlayStation Network for all Vita owners. Um, pretty cool game. Um, kind of sad to see the MotorStorm series kind of go that way, but um, pretty fun nonetheless, and it's free. So. Hey, free is always good. So, mm-hmm. uh, Mod Nation Racers, which if you have Mod Nation Racers for the PS3 and you have a Vita and you're thinking about getting the Vita version, uh, save your money. Just kind of go with, just stick with your PS3 version. Same thing, no, no difference at all. Um, I don't even think there's anything special with touchscreens. So, uh, or at least I haven't encountered it, and I put about five hours into it, I believe. Uh, it's Mod Nation, it's fun, but uh, if you have the PS3 version, just stick with that. Did you try? Um, since you have a Vita, did you try the? Um, do you have MLB at all? The show. Yeah, I did not get it for the Vita. No. Okay. I had I, to, I have it for the PS3, but um, yeah. I actually don't have it for the Vita. Yeah, I just want to see how the um, cross gameplay the works. cross gameplay yeah. works. That's I think interesting. You only play like the uh, the like main season, or I can't. Think, I don't think you can do a whole bunch of stuff on the Vita if you carry over. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of wanted to see since that's the only game right now that does that. I just kind of wanted to see like an opinion on it. I, I think you, that's something Sony does definitely needs to push with the Vita is cross mm-hmm. game or cross platform play. If they yeah. do that, I think they will sell millions on that. Absolutely. If you could do that with like every game, like. Uh, Battlefield, for instance, if you could like say you're in the middle of a campaign, or if you want to play online somewhere, and you could just play it off your PS3, kind of like remote play. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But we'll see. Well, uh, right now, I think um, MLB. I think there's some PSN network game that does it too. I think like it's like Hustler Kings or something does it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think Mar- Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom has some kind of integration as well. Um, but yeah, I mean it's cool. I like it. It's a definitely really awesome system. Uh, everything is app app based. Which is kind of weird. Like, if you want to view your friends list, it's an app. If you want to view your trophy, it's another app. So you open all these apps, and part of me is just like, why don't you combine the friends list and trophies and messaging all into one app, <laughs> not three different apps? It's it's kind of weird. Um, but all the apps open and close with extreme quickness, so it 
doesn't really it doesn't bother me that much. It's just kind of nitpicking at this point. But um, I also did play Dungeon Hunter for it, which is a dungeon crawler Diablo esque type game. Very good game. Um, if you guys have it on your PS3, probably just play it on your PS3. There's no, I mean, it's full price for the Vita. Um, it does have a platinum trophy, so if you're a trophy hunter, um, you can go after that. But uh, same game, nothing really different. Some touchscreen integration as well. And uh, also played Super Stardust Delta, which is probably the best uh, Vita game right now. That looked so good. It is. I'm, I'm a big Super good. Stardust. I I love Super Stardust on the PS3. Definitely. And Delta looked so good. Delta but. is really good, and also has a lot of. Um, Mini games that utilize uh, the tilt function, the touchscreen function, the back screen. So there's a lot of things to do with that game, and uh, it's ten dollars. Uh, very good price point for that. I recommend it for any Vita owner. Hmm. So very good game. Uh, haven't played anything else though. I actually just got it well, last week, so I'm still new to the whole Vita thing. But uh, I'm sure in upcoming podcast, I'll I'll definitely have more info for you guys on that. Still getting used to the used to it. Um, the analog sticks are kind of small, which is they you know, are, like, but have- it's a handheld, so. Yeah, yeah, I have big, big, like bigger hands, and like the I just feel like I'm gonna break the analog sticks. Like you know what they say with guy, you know what they say about guys with big hands? Big socks, right? Big gloves. Big gloves. Big gloves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, our sad attempt at one anyway. Yeah, um, yeah but the analog sticks are just they do their job. I, I think they're 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 okay. Um, they do plan on releasing a Call of Duty for the Vita, which I probably actually will get because playing that on the go, I wouldn't. It, I don't think it'd be that bad. Um, kind of a cool concept, but the analog. I, I'm just kind of curious. Cause analog sticks do feel weird, so, so a game like that will be kind of kind of weird. Mm. But for a game like Stardust, it works well. You know, it's a dual stick shooter. It, it works really well, though. Um, but yeah, the Vita is really awesome. Um, if you're on the fence about getting one, I, I suggest go ahead and take the dive and get it. Um, right now, the big games are you know Uncharted, obviously, which I haven't got. I'm a big Uncharted fan, but I actually have not bought that one yet, so I can't say anything about it. Um, I heard it's kind of like the B B movie version of Uncharted, so um, just the fifty dollars right now is kind of off putting. So yeah, I think they should have kept in like price contention with uh, the DS, like thirty nine ninety nine for mm-hmm. you know the games and stuff instead of like yeah. Really well, I think high. they figured Uncharted is their biggest game, so why not price it higher? Yeah, but still, the, I don't know. Not a good selling point for me, but Dom, I understand definitely. Um, but yeah, I, it's cool. I like it. Um, Maybe go to your local GameStop see if they actually have a uh, display used or used one or used, used probably, one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's fun. But uh, other than that, um, let's see, is there anything else? Anything else you've been playing? Anything else I've been playing? I uh, like I said, Armor Core, which is fit. it's been getting like media reviews as well. Yeah. Um, but it's really a lot. People play it for like two minutes and then they're like, "Oh, I can't grasp the concept of this game and the controls suck and blah blah." blah. The controls are laid out really, really well, and you can actually customize it. It has a customization option where you can customize your controls, put this button for that button, blah 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 blah, blah whatever. And the online is where it, like is really in depth. It has a persistent multiplayer, which mm-hmm. means online's always going all the time, sort of like an MMO type deal. It's just it just incorporates a lot of fun stuff, and I don't think it deserves reviews that it's gotten. So I recommend it. Just you heard it here first. Go out and buy it. Yeah, yeah. It's. It's really, really good. There's a lot of depth to, you know, what it is instead of just judging it by the cover. Just go out and buy it. Absolutely. Just do it. Absolutely. Um, I think we're all wrapped up on the games we've been playing. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of kind of bouncing back and forth between a bunch of different games. but um, Resident Evil. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last time you'll hear us mention that. 
Maybe. Pro- probably not. No, probably not. No. There'll be DLC or something, or that, something is going to happen with that game. I yeah. don't think it's done yet. But uh, I now. guess should we move on to news now? News, yes. News. News. All the news you need to know. I'm late. Wait, never mind. That's not. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, I guess we'll just kind of go back and forth with some news. We got actually a pretty decent amount of topics um, to cover some some important ones, um, some little ones as well. But um, And when we do this news, we'll try to get you the most important news of the week. And I think we got some pretty good ones here. Um, starting with, we talked about SOCOM earlier um, with uh, Slant 6 making Confrontation, but the, re- mm-hmm. the actual studio that is behind the SOCOM uh, series, Zipper Interactive, shut down by Sony. Poor, poor Zipper. I, you know, I feel bad. I, I really do. But um, SOCOM 1 and 2 were, I think, some of the best games on the PS2. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really... The, other, the one, other ones on the PS2 weren't bad, but they weren't at the same caliber. Right. Um, and then the, you know, Confrontation came out, which was made by a different developer, but I think left a bad taste in people's mouths. So 4 really didn't do as well as it probably should have. No, it... 4 was... I remember playing the beta. That's what actually convinced me not to get... Yeah, it 4 was, was the beta. It was it was something terrible. Yeah. Just, um, probably their best games. Their best game in recent memory, in in my opinion, is Mag. Um, good game. Good game. Uh, rec- I think the community is probably still pretty, pretty strong right now. Actually, I, um... A while back, like uh, see when um, when Battlefield came out, I actually jumped onto Mag for a while, and it took me—I I kid you not—I went to matchmaking, and it took me twenty minutes to half an hour to find to a join, to yeah. find a game. That's sad because that game was actually really good. It was. That's why I'm kind of—I think there were rumors that Mag Two was actually canceled. I mm-hmm. think. So that's that kind of saddens me because I loved the um, big 256 multiplayer online and everybody moving in. That was insane. It, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I think what makes me even cur- more curious about this is they just released Unit 13 for the Vita, mm-hmm. which is actually a pretty good game. I played the demo. Very good game. Um, pretty much like a SOCOM on the Vita. Kind of reminds me of the older SOCOM games, which is good. Um, but just released that, and uh, not a couple days later, they're, they're closed down. That is so weird. Yeah. Um, I do have a statement from Sony Computer Entertainment. Uh, they can confirm the closure of Zip Interactive, a Seattle-based internal game development studio that has been part of the global development operation of Sony Computer Entertainment Worldwide Studios. The closure is a result of a normal cycle of resources realignment within Sony Computer Entertainment. Um, Zipper has completed all work associated with its most recent project, Unit 13, for the Vita. Zipper titles Mag, SOCOM 4, and Unit 13 will continue to be supported, including the new Daily Challenge. Uh, Our best wishes go out to those affected by the closure. That was the official statement by Sony. Well, who's going to support the... What team is going to work on Mag, then? We'll see. That, that's what I'm interested in actually finding out is who will they, you know, if they can, if Sony wants to continue the MAG franchise, who's going to take over it? That's weird. That I is just, really, hmm. really weird. Um, you know, it, it's, it's sad. It's a sad thing in gaming nowadays, though, with these companies closing. Um, you just don't want to see people lose lose their jobs. And Like, speaking of which, not to cut you off no, again. you're good. But, you're good. But Sega. Poor yep, Sega. Sega. Laying off some people as well. I, I was reading that I think uh, Sega of America is officially has officially closed its doors. That's the rumor going on really? right now. So yeah. yeah, unfortunately they're not canceling their Sonic games though. Yeah, th- yeah, not Sonic, but then there's like <laughs> God forbid, not what, Sonic. What I'm worried about is like um, Fantasy Star Online 2, which if you guys know, that's Fantasy coming. Star yeah, it's coming. 
just I'm just I know over in Japan they have it like done almost, yeah. but I'm worried about it coming over to the U.S. now with like Sony of America being supposedly doors closed, done. That's. But I'm just you know, even about. even if a developer has had you know. I mean, there are developers out there that we can think of that don't make necessarily the greatest games in the world. Did I say Sony of America? No, you said Sega. I said Sega. Okay, I just want to make no, sure. I just want to sure. correct that. If no, I... I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> said Sega. Right. Um, you know, there's developers who make really bad games, but you, even though their games are terrible, most of them, um, you don't want to see developers get shut down. That is people right. losing their jobs and um, who now have to look for another job. And it's tough to find jobs, especially in that business right now. Um, yeah. developers, other p- companies aren't hiring for that because they're laying people off. So, <laughs> Back to the Nintendo rep, speaking of finding jobs and stuff, the Nintendo rep told me that um, how she found her job was on in an ad on Craigslist. Really? Yeah, it said, do you want to work for Nintendo? Wow. Give us a call. Well, yeah. there you go. People check Craigslist and you might be working for Sony or Nintendo. Yeah. There you go. I just thought that was... That was, that was that's subject, a weird but... place to find a, a Nintendo... Yeah. Job. But. So I thought, I was like, wow, really? Here I am, like, leading through all the fake, hey, you want to test video games for a living? Haha, ha, we'll send you around the bush and through 16,000 hoops and not even get you a job. Huh? Yeah. But anyway. Um, but it, it'd be interesting to see what kind of actual games for Sega actually are affected mm-hmm. by this. Um, as, as I said, Sonic is not, unfortunately. Um, I know there's some diehard Sonic fans out there, guys, but. Their last couple of games have been atrocious. Generations uh, wasn't terrible, but poof, the ones before that just bad. What is it? What is it? Uh, Secret of the Rings. Secret Rings, Black oh, Knight, right. Black or, Knight, Black Knight, or something. One of them, Sonic actually develops a relationship with a human. It's just really weird and awkward to see. Could you imagine that? Like, no, I don't want to imagine that. I don't want to imagine that. But yeah, um, Sonic's not affected. Their Total War series isn't affected. Aliens games aren't affected, probably because they have a new one coming out. Um, yeah. And Football Manager is not affected. So Ooh, Football Manager. If you're a big Football Manager, and I'm not talking about American football. Yeah, like the actual... Soccer. Football. <laughs> football Manager. Football. I don't know why we don't call American football hand egg. Hand egg? Huh? It's, it's an egg and you carry it in your hand. I don't know. That's, uh, that was that was a joke too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, actually, Sega is expected to post an extraordinary loss of seven point one billion yen. That's terrible. Which, for you people who aren't can't calculate that, uh, eighty six million dollars. Well, that's not. Well, you figure Sega's got all kinds of money, so I don't know if that would hurt them that bad. You got to put a dent in them, but I don't think it'll hurt them that bad. Yeah. At least this new story says eighty-six million. Yeah, that's. I'm probably wrong, and someone's gonna call me out on it. I know it, but yeah, I'm not gonna do it's the calculations still, now. But still. that's still a lot of money. <laughs> Think of the people. The money yeah. doesn't matter. The people without the people. jobs that can't provide for their families now. That's, that's absolutely, the sad thing. absolutely. And uh, like I said, never want to see anyone lose their jobs, even if they make crappy games. Just yeah. don't want to see it. Ah, sadness. Yeah. Um, if we're going to move on from companies closing, some. Interesting news people might want to know that or think they're all hardcore and think they should be in tournaments. The spring MLG 2012 circuit has been announced. Mm-hmm. Um, the first open online qualifiers for this are March 30th through the April 15th, so they're already going on. So I think right now it's only StarCraft 2. So yeah. if you guys want to get in on that, it's uh, online only. And then there's this first spring arena, which is April 20th through the 22nd. In New York City, and that'll be live broadcasted. New York, New York. New York, New York. 
And then you have the invite-only online qualifiers, cool. April 27th through the 30th. So don't show up if you're not invited. Or yeah, no, it's online. It's it online. online? Yeah, oh, so it's so invite-only yeah. online qualifiers. But if you're the, not invited, then you can't. Yeah. It's going to be online broadcast, though, so you guys will get seen there. Oh. And then the spring second arena is May 18th through the 20th in New York City. It's also a live broadcast from there. And then the mother of all mothers, the spring championship is June 8th through the 10th at Anaheim, California. And you'll be in front of a live audience and live broadcast there. So if you're good enough, you can make it there and you can be, I'm all BA and there you go. I think you're cool. There you go. <clears throat> Not that there we're downplaying MLG players, but no, no. Cause there are some pretty good, there MLG are some very good MLG players that don't see sunlight and live in their mom's basement. <laughs> so on and so forth. Oh, you just angered someone. I know. I'm not going to touch it. But, um, I, I, interesting is StarCraft 2 is absolutely blowing up. I mean, StarCraft 1 was big, but, uh, I mean, it was always, StarCraft was huge in Korea, um, Mm -hmm. which actually, funny, funny enough, is actually switching over to League of Legends now, pretty much. Um, Mm -hmm. that's their big sport now over there is League of Legends. It was StarCraft, which I'm still, I'm still, I'm sure it's still huge over there, but, um, but now over here, MLG used to be Halo was King. Now it's StarCraft. StarCraft is taking over, uh, which I actually like seeing that. Um, not the generic run of the mill first person shooter, you know, uh, it's actually a game that takes, I would say skill to do StarCraft and, um, cause you got to know your moves before you even do them and you got to make sure you you got to do them quick. So RTSs require a lot of thinking on the fly, like a lot, a lot, a lot. I, I love like the uh, red alerts and stuff. That's like the red alerts were really fun. Mm -hmm. They were like RTS type feel, but just StarCraft is needs to say way out of my league. Like I, I would get demolished with the players that play that (laughs) now. So it's just. I'm not even going to join. I'll watch MLG from my home. Yeah, I'll just I'll stay on my couch and watch that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see what I got else here. Um, Activision. Some news out of the Activision Call of Duty camp. Um, if you're a big Call of Duty fan, then no doubt you know of Robert Bowling. Uh, Call of Duty and camp. Uh, they go together. <laughs> they go they together. They do <laughs> go together. Um, but Robert Bowling was the longtime creative strategist for the Call of Duty brand. Um, he has actually resigned from his position. Thank God. I did not like that guy at all. Um, but again, um, if this was his choosing, then good for him. I hope he finds something new. Uh, again, if he was, if, but if he was actually fired, it says he was stepped down. So maybe it was his choice, but if he was forced out of it, it, it you know, obviously it sucks to see that as well, but he was a pest in my opinion. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any videos of him, but wait a minute, wait a minute. What, wasn't that the guy that got, um, um, teabagged at the uh, VGAs? I think not. I I don't know if that was. I think that might have been him. Yeah, I know one of the Infinity Ward guys were. That that's and funny. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, which is, did, didn't it win best shooter at the VGAs. I think it won something. Another reason why the VGAs is a complete joke and you shouldn't support it at all. Yeah. No. Um. There there are other great gaming awards out there, but um, but yeah, he resigned from Infinity Ward. So on to better news. What do you got? I got uh. Let's see. Oh, a really cool, interesting thing for you Skyrim fans. Um, I was doing some little bit of research here, and I seen that uh, this company, it's something, it's like NG Emoco Sweden. Um, they're like some company out of Sweden, obviously. And they say that within the next couple of years, they should have a, they wouldn't be surprised if they came out with a Skyrim-type free-to-play game hmm. with the massive size of Skyrim. And it should be just free to play, which is kind of cool. But in the next couple of years, 
they, they have to be developing it for next gen consoles because within the next four or so years we're going to have you know the loop and like the Orbis or whatever the Orbis the Orbis PlayStation Four, <laughs> but um, this comes directly from the uh, boss at this company, Ben Cousins. So if you guys are interested in that, definitely go search it up and check it out. So, oh jeez, I just Skyrim free to play. Oh, other news. Speaking of the Vita, moving back to earlier, um, it's already hacked in a sense, which Ooh, is it's mind boggling that the hack that these people are just have nothing better to do with their lives again they're the people that think they're all hard and live in their mom's basement and whatever and they hack Sony like we showed them yeah we showed them huh we're anonymous huh? no I'm just dumb <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah but the Vita was hacked not it can't play um, games for free yet the only thing they can do they can do with it right now is play homebrew apps but still that's where the uh, PSP started and then now look at it you can completely hack it and run um custom firmware and run games off your SD cards. So the games that can do that is Everybody's Tennis, which is a uh, Japanese and UK release, and mm-hmm. then Motor Storm Arctic Edge. So, But they did take those down off the PlayStation yeah. Store for the Vita. No longer so, there. No longer there. So I think you'll just have that with every system. Though. Like you said, this is the guys who don't have anything better to do and, mm-hmm. you know, who... um. Just hack the stuff. You know, I, I think no matter what you create, there's going you can hack it in some Nothing. way. I it's, think it's great. I actually, well, I don't think it's. It, let me rephrase that. It's not great. It's just interesting to see how quickly these people can do this. I know they have no time on their hands, but it's mm-hmm. just, I'm just like, wow. The beat has been out for like what, almost like a month, a couple month, month, something like that. Yeah, a about month. a month for America and about a couple months for Japan. Yeah, a month for well, and it's just I'm kind of blown away because. Yeah, yeah. It's just and then Sony's probably gonna be like, oh well, something something they're gonna try and fight it like the PSP and it's not gonna work and it's yeah. gonna be like a, it's gonna be a big PSP process again. Like my PSP is hacked, but I st- if I like a game for the PSP, I'll go out and buy it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyway, moving on. Well, you're part of the problem. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kidding. Wait, <laughs> the machine. No, anyway, speaking of the anonymous guy, the actual guy who uh, hacked the I don't know if it was anonymous, but uh, the guy who hacked the PlayStation Network, mm-hmm. I think they caught one of them. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was a group of people who did it. They caught one of them. I think they just caught him because he was carrying mar- marijuana with him or something like that. So that's how they caught him. That's the shame. That yeah. tells you not to do drugs, people. Because if if you're taking a, if you're part of Anonymous and you're taking over like everybody and shutting down the FBI site and stuff, thinking you're all cool, and then marijuana does you in, then you <laughs> sir are a loser. That's all I have to say about that. <clears throat> uh, speaking oh, of the Vita as well, if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, has a release date now, May first. 2012 is it will be the complete edition with a K, so all your downloadable content will be on that. Uh, I believe it'll retail for 40, just like um, normal. Uh, I hope 40 anyway. I actually, they didn't comment on that, but should be 40. So, as far as uh, release dates are concerned, um, Fall of Cybertron finally has a release date. There you go. August Transformers 28th. fans. Yes, August 28th, 2012. If you guys don't know what happens, Cybertron gets blown up. Oh, spoiler. It's not really a spoiler if you just yeah I know it's, are Transformers even just a it says minor it in the fan. title yeah I mean, honestly, ball of Cybertron yeah I, know, I just I just wanted to be make a joke huh yeah. but yeah. my jokes aren't as funny as yours <laughs> oh god <laughs> anyway um this isn't really a release date but uh, Darksiders two is going to be a Wii U uh, release title which I thought was really weird and they're building it on the same platform as they are on the 360 and the PlayStation three. So it's going to be weird to see how that works on the Wii U. 
I'm actually interested. They um, one thing I read, they said they're going to incorporate uh, changing equipment on the fly instead of having to go into like a special menu. You can just be running and then select it and then go. It which is probably be something with a touchscreen controller. Yeah, it's, it's going to be with the touchscreen control. It's kind of like um, when I say Pokemon with um, the three with the DS. You have your all of your inventory down there, and then you can mm-hmm. just do, 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 do whatever. But it's going to be weird to see how the uh, Dark Siders looks on the Wii. So. The one thing is, like, um, I think uh, that's confirmed. You just confirmed that's a launch title. Uh, I mm-hmm. also believe Assassin's Creed Three will be a launch title um, for that, and I think Batman Arkham City will as well. Um, mm-hmm. If you just sit back and think about, it, that's a really good launch title. That but is. If, but at the same time, you can get them on the other systems. Yeah. So it's not like you know, if you have a PS3, you can't use Batman's excuse to buy a Wii U because you can get it on your PS3. And I don't think the Wii U will be that much more powerful. I think it'll just be pretty much the same. Um, Might see a little crisper details here and there, maybe, but it's not going to be a jump. It's not next. I don't. I don't even consider it next gen, really. So no, it's it's an to me, it's an accessory. That's just the way I look at it. I just I don't know. Oh, it's a good console. (laughs) But no, I just I think it's an an accessory that's not needed. Yeah, (laughs) fair enough. I'm interested to see how much those controllers will cost. Oh my god! Um, which, te- which, if rumors are correct, um, you can only use one per console anyway. So wow, that's that's dumb. Considering the Wii was all about family, let we play. Let's family. Let's play together. We'll see. Maybe maybe you can still use your Wii motes. I don't know, but I'm sure we'll cover that once it gets closer. Um, once E3 rolls around and more information comes out about that. Big old hunk of poopy. Big old hunk of poopy. <laughs> Oh, and um, just one more quick note. Uh, you guys, Epic Mickey fans have played the first one. It was actually a really good game. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it on the Wii. Yep. Um, but Epic Mickey 2 is announced for Mac and PC, so you PC gamers get a... And Mac, but nobody cares about you guys. So, oh, God. But yeah, it's coming for the PC, so I recommend picking up, picking it up and playing the first one on the Wii if you guys get a chance. So definitely look into it when it comes out. It's called Epic Mickey 2 Power of 2 or yes. Epic Mickey Power of 2 or something like that. It's uh, it's the Power of 2. You have Oswald and uh, Mickey. Yep. So uh, Oswald which is the was was originally supposed to be Mickey if you full, guys know the whole lore. Full uh, voice acting. Um I heard that. So all voices in it. So we'll see how th- that's done. Very good stuff. Um, for every system, so which oh, I'm surprised that Epic Mickey One didn't get a release for the PlayStation Move or the Connect. So. Yeah. Oh my God. Can you imagine how much fun it would be with on those? It would be. Especially. It would be. But I mean, it's you know, it was more genre toward like the kiddier kids a little Kitty, bit. Kiddier kids. Kiddier kids. Kiddier kids. <laughs> Small children. Yes. Granted, I I played it like I played the Lego games and stuff like that. But it was fun. It was it was yeah. good. Definitely worth worth checking out if you have a Wii. Uh, go get get the first one. I don't think it's too expensive now. No. No. It's. It's twenty bucks at the most. I think you're gonna yeah. pay for it. And then sad news, very sad news for you, Warhammer people. THQ is moving Warhammer 40k to single player instead of multiplayer, which is just saddening. So the new Warhammer. Yeah, mm. they're forcing it to single player now. Well, that might be just the whole THQ thing. Um, they said a while ago that they're redoing a lot of things just to be mm-hmm. more financially stable. Um, if you if those don't know, they lost a ton of money on the UDraw tablets. Oh my! Which isn't surprising. I guess it did. Actually, they sold really well on the Wii. Um, I think that worked well for the Wii because it just fit right. Um, but they it sold well, so they made it for the PS3 and Xbox. Well, there was no a ton of money, and no one bought it. There was no there was no th- nothing no good games that come out with it. There was nothing. Like, there was, there was I bought Pictionary. It. Yeah, I bought Pictionary, mm. and the, it was fun. I I enjoyed playing Pictionary with mm. it. it just, 
Another thing that annoyed me is you couldn't detach the pen. So you had like this really, really, really short wire, like wire mm. from the tablet to the pen. It, it was just sometimes you couldn't draw something because you couldn't get an angle. It's just if they would incorporate, they would have made a removable pen. I think it would have been a lot better. That's just my personal opinion. But I guess the good good thing out of that is uh, they did say they're going to move more towards hardcore games and hardcore mm-hmm. gamers. So we'll see how that is. I mean, I do enjoy THQ's games. Darksiders, good. Saints Row the Third was an absolute blast. So I I wish the best for them. Um, they're one of the less evil companies out there today. So mm-hmm. let's hope they turn that around. <laughs> THQ. Yep. Oh my. How about uh, how about some new releases? New releases. Um, do you have... All right, new releases. Um, I'm just going to mention the last week's new releases, and then we're going to go on to uh, this week's new releases, just to catch up and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, we had Ridge Racer Unbound, mm-hmm. which looks absolutely fantastic. Um, kind of reminds me of Burnout. It does. It, it should just be called Burnout Revenge. But yeah, Burnout that's what, Revenge. That's what it looks like. Um, <laughs> but uh, it looks fantastic, and... Probably won't sell very well, unfortunately, but it's there. Um, I think it's actually forty. It's forty nine ninety nine. For some reason, our stores have a ten dollar price cut on it. I don't know. Uh, Tiger Woods thirteen for all you golfing fans. Um, I heard not much has changed. They changed the swinging <laughs> around a little bit, but <laughs> I heard the swinging's changed a little bit. But uh, other than that, uh, it's pretty much Tiger well, Woods. You know 13. what's funny about that? What's that? If you were to buy the collector's edition. It has all the um extra, extra courses, 40, extra courses. I think it's like twenty or forty courses, something like that. Yeah, it's like what uh, seventy bucks, something like that. Seventy nine ninety nine or sixty nine ninety nine. Mm. It's not much more, but if you just buy like the regular edition and you go try to download the um, additional packs, it's forty extra dollars for the additional courses. Yep, that is insane. Very much insane. the The DLC, the re- the way they're doing that is kind of weird. I guess there's a way to unlock the courses in the game though for free, uh-huh. but you have to actually do certain things in the game. Like it's going to take a t- ton of time. Um, so it's kind of like what like Need for Speed does. Unlock all these cars. Yeah, or Battlefield. You, or, Battlefield. Car, or, or Battlefield. Yeah. yeah. Or these cars. These cars can be unlocked in the game. This just unlocks them earlier. Whatever. Yeah. Still, 40 bucks for DLC? Come on now. Don't care about Tiger Woods that much to do that. Yeah, me neither. Um, on the Xbox Live Arcade, uh, South Park Tenorman's Revenge. Haven't played that one. It's kind of a uh, side-scroller as well. It's only on Xbox Live right now. I don't know mm-hmm. if there's plans on port coming to PS3 or PC. And Warriors Orochi 3, the um, newest, latest, and greatest game with the along the Dynasty Warriors lines. Um, or a place similar, I should say. I'm not really sure the lore behind that. Um, but uh, download only on PS3 uh, and retail on Xbox. Hmm. So That's interesting. Very. Do you have uh, this week's? Oh, yeah, I have a couple from this week. Um, Blacklight Retribution. Blacklight I, Retribution? I'm not... Download only? Yeah, I just... Blacklight. I'm just not. No. The first one, I guess, sold fairly decent on the Xbox because people were interested. Um, community backed out pretty pretty quick, and on the PS3 didn't do much. So. Yeah, it just wasn't one of those. Maybe, hey, oh my god, yeah. go buy this game. Maybe wait for videos or previews or something for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Before you buy it, because yeah, just whatever. And then Xenoblade Chronicles. Yes, that, the the one game to own a Wii for. Yes, the only game. To the own. only well, game. Though. There's a few Monster, others out there. But. Monster Hunter, but that's yeah, that's my personal opinion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or if you are playing Mario in excess and you can't get enough, then a Wii, whatever. But um, yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, looks really good. Um, straight of course, Japanese RPG. Straight J- JRPG. That's exactly what it is. Looks but good though. Um, it looks phenomenal. Good. I just if I had a Wii, I would play it. Um, then I'm Alive comes to the PS3, PSN. which is didn't PSN. get did not get very good 
review scores for the Xbox. Uh, no. Middle of the road, sixes and sevens, but uh, it looked kind of choppy. I don't know. Yeah, I just didn't... It doesn't look like I thought it would look. It, yeah, uh, I, it, it was... Impressive. If you guys don't know, it was the um, big saga, or big... That development cycle for that game was just a mess. Uh, supposed to be a um, full retail game. I think it switched hands a few times, and it's finally just a download game, and it definitely shows... Um, uh, it, I think the concept behind it is really interesting. I guess just the uh, overall execution was lacking. So I think I'll wait for it to be free on PlayStation Plus before I yeah. even try. Let's, let's hope for that. Yeah, right. And then the uh, Fallout 3 Oblivion Double Pack. That's interesting. I think 20 bucks for it? I, it I I believe so, yeah. Because I think you can get well, both both of those used for like 10 bucks. I mean, yeah, for like 10 bucks. But for new, it'd be really nice. They're both Game of the Year editions. It That'd would be, be but they're not. Um, it's kind of interesting they're releasing this now because both games are older and... Um, like, who doesn't have these games? Yeah, uh, if you don't have these games and you have a serious they're issue. They're fantastic games. Um, Bethesda is did a really good job with Fallout 3 and Oblivion. I hate Obsidian because they ruined Vegas, in my opinion. There you go. Um, it's just... Obsidian's terrible. And Obsidian's working on a um, another game. South Park uh, game. Well, not only, not only South, South Park, Park game, they're doing a Kickstarter for uh, Wasteland 2. Oh, they are. Yeah, there you go. Is it Obsidian who's doing that? Yeah, it's Obsidian. Oh, okay. Well, fair I enough. thought it was, uh, what's that one company? Um, the, uh, Bethesda Interplay. Oh, okay. But it's not. Okay. It's it's actually Obsidian, yeah. If they've reached like 21 point some odd number million, they're going to do it. But I'm just not interested in anything Obsidian has to offer because they're dumb. Well, they, they, they're the bastard child of RPGs. Uh, they made KOTOR 2. Um, which had its moments, but was not nearly as good as the uh, first one. And then they made New Vegas. And then their real only game, um, at least to my knowledge recently anyway, that uh, they came out and tried to push themselves was uh, Alpha Protocol, which uh, uh very niche niche title. Uh, some gamers really enjoyed it. Most gamers didn't. So, Nope. We'll, we'll I'm not one of those gamers. <laughs> You're no, not one of those gamers. You forgot something, though, that's coming out this week. Did I forget? What is what I forget? The greatest game known to man... It even has its own console bundle. Resident Star Evil. no Star oh. Wars Connect. Uh, you know, <laughs> or Connect every Star time, Wars. Every time I think of that game, I think back to the E three presentation. <laughs> oh, the game wouldn't even work. It wouldn't even work. It was, it was bad, and I, I have no reason to believe it works now. They added a dancing mini game. It's just like a slap in the face to all Star Wars fans. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. thing is, it is it does come bundled with the um, system. Uh, the system. So if just get the system and then trade the game in. It's just it's. <sighs> I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, we'll wait for reviews. Maybe it's going to turn out to be the greatest game ever made. Uh, just I've seen demos. I've seen videos, and it they, it just does yeah. not work. It, so have I. Just clunky. Just typical. I'm ready for the dancing mini game. That's what I want. Typical Connect game, though. Yeah. As far as right now, anyway, there's nothing really that's... But it could have been... Like, it I could think, have been good. could have been. I think, and with the Kinect in general, I think developers are just too afraid to really do anything with it. Yeah. I think they're going to... think they're going to... They have good ideas, but they're afraid to implement them because they're afraid it might flop. Mm-hmm. There could be so much done with Kinect that it's unreal. Like, yeah. I just... Well, the Forza works really good with Kinect. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff with the Kinect with that. I think it's one of the best games on the Kinect, personally, Mass Effect. Forza. Oh, the Mass, Mass Effect, Effect voice you, you commands like, um, are well, very good. Well, that I'm talking like full-fledged, you know, oh, yeah. full, full use of the Kinect, not like, Liara, throw a grenade over there, yeah. not, you know. I do like the voice recognition stuff. I think that for the Kinect is amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think most developers are having a hard time. I think uh, you know a lot of developers want to have some kind of um, peripheral or some kind of stick or something mm-hmm. there that the Connect can um, recognize. Well, like, well, that's why the um, but micro- Microsoft won't won't do it. Pretty much, they they want to keep it strictly like nothing. Because well, it's they the got point. The steering wheel out. The steering wheel. Well, the steering wheel is just a wireless steering wheel. Though. I don't think it actually works with the Connect. I thought it worked with the Connect. I mean, you can use the Connect in tandem, probably, but I don't. Yeah. The little, oh, okay. the little stupid. Okay. The, I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I I play that at Best Buy, so. Um, so <laughs> I don't have a, I don't have a Best whole. Yeah, place. yeah. There you go. I haven't had a whole lot of time with it, but uh, I didn't like the controls for it. It just kind of felt weird. If I'm gonna buy a steering wheel, I'm just gonna go all out and get everything. So. Right, that's like, if I ever get a steering wheel, I want to get a GT27 racing steering wheel. Yeah. Because it's force feedback, clutch, gas brake. Yep. You know, full that's that's the way to do it. Yep. I mean, granted, they wanted to aim towards, like, a cheaper alternative. You know, they did. I mean, it's like 50 bucks, so. Right. But it just, it, it's really weird. Um, didn't really care for it too much, so. Fair enough. Connect. I believe that is all for new releases. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have anything else on my list. Me neither. Oh, well, there you go. So, a relatively quiet week, unless you have a Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely pick up Xenoblade Chronicles. Definitely. I, it, it's... It'll be worth it if you're... Game of the Year contender on the Wii. Just for the Wii. Definitely. Because there's nothing that came out. To well, heck, with. I would say it's Game of the Year already. I mean, I yeah, what else Wii, is going to come out for the Wii? Best game on the Wii. Best game of the Wii. There you go. You heard it here first, guys. Buy that game. It's going to be good. Um, as far as other systems, you really don't have much to look out for, unless you're one of the poor souls who have not played Fallout or Oblivion yet. Which, if you haven't, play it. I mean, definitely get that double pack. It's a good deal. Mm-hmm. So. Also, and as our recommendations earlier, definitely pick up the HD collection of Silent Hill, which comes with 2 and 3. Yep. The Devil May Cry HD collection. Very much so, yep. Uh, Silent Hill Downpour, give it a shot. Give it a shot. If you haven't played Red Dead Redemption, definitely pick up the Game <laughs> of the Year edition. It's bad. worth a purchase. And get um, give our core a shot. You guys might uh, see a lot of depth in that game that people are you know don't see. Definitely. So, Definitely give that a shot. Definitely try those games. Um, I think one more thing. Um, it's kind of actually a pretty decent topic. Um, we heard us mention it a few times in this podcast. Is the PlayStation 4 rumors are swirling. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this will be a topic that we will come back to plenty of times. I'm sure we'll hear more about it. If you guys don't know, it's codenamed Orbis. I hope to God they don't call it that. That is <laughs> an awful name. Usually they codename these things something terrible and they don't actually call them that. So um, I think the 360s is Durango. I don't know, but um, I thought it was wasn't the loop at one point. It might have been. Um, yeah. I think they've gone through like a million different. Yeah, it's like the Connect. It had like fourteen thousand. Nothing. Nothing games. could be bad as the Wii. So, <laughs> I remember when the Wii was called the Revolution? I thought it was going to be awesome. Nintendo Revolution. Yeah. That is cool. But no, let's do the Wii. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, the big big story is um, no backwards compatibility. Um, oh, well, wow. this is the rumors. These are rumors, guys, not confirmed. Mm-hmm. So, um, no backwards compatibility. Um, which we'll talk about that in a second, but um, interesting. Um, a the big thing now is for these systems to have lockout used games, uh, and they're apparently the the rumors are that you pretty much have to be connected to the internet um, to re- register the game, which is see, my thing. Why I don't think Sony's going to because of that. That's stupid. That because some people don't even have. I know tons of people yeah. that don't have access to the internet even dsl they don't even have yeah. that farmer joe like, out in north dakota doesn't have internet yeah How's but he gonna, he's, you know? he's still supporting the gaming thing but well, he's, I pro- mean, he's probably farming so well yeah well when he, he's probably <laughs> he's probably hacked his ps3 to play farmville online or something well, there you go. Yeah. yeah but that's still so dumb like and then apparently you can still 
the rumor is you can still trade in the games, but when someone buys them, it'll be a trial, like a 60-minute trial or something like that. So it's going to be like a permanent Game Pass type deal. Yeah. Like they're already starting to do now. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, what else was... I mean, there were some graphical rumors, basically, that the game, the, the system was going to run some pretty, pretty had some pretty nice specs. So, what um, what was that game that was um had the amazing graphics where it was like putting that girl together and then it took her apart again? And, um, oh, Kara, um, by Kara, yeah. I think it was Kara by um, Quantic Dream, makers behind Heavy Rain. If next gen that, looks like that, well, that oh, was run, that was on the PS3. That was on the PS3. Yeah, that's, that's why I don't think we should be any rush to get these new systems out. But everyone wants yeah. a new system. So, speaking um, of which, if you guys haven't played Heavy Rain. Definitely, My God, best looking game on any console. Go play it. Great story. Everything else. Play it with the Move because it's Move compatible now. Definitely, definitely do that. It's a fantastic game. One of the best games out there right now. Yeah, um, I I really enjoyed Heavy Rain. Um, I, I love games that go that think outside the box. Like that, w- the game was QTEs. You know, I mean, you moved around, but there was, it was QTEs. Yeah, it, it, it was, but it was done well. It, it was, was really, really great. good, and the story was awesome. And, you know, if one of the characters died, the game kept going. Yeah, you have four main characters you can play with. One of them dies, the story keeps going. Yep. So it's you can be down to one main character, and the story will still go. I my Personally, I lost one of my characters on the way. I'm not going to say which one. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't see the ending coming. The ending blew me away. Yeah, definitely. However, so yeah, it's a great game. Pick it up. 20, bu- really, 20 bucks? 30 it's a greatest bucks? Hit. Yeah, it's a greatest mm-hmm. hits now. So. Oh, Definitely buy it. Move compatible. If you have a move, I recommend it playing the whole way through with a move. So, but um, go on YouTube and look up uh, Quantic Dreams. I, I, I'm almost certain it's Kara. It um, is Kara. It is a little short story. Um, all great. The graphics are done on the PS3, and I mean, it's just basically this robot being put together, and the robot has a personality, and it's just it's a tech demo pretty much, and mm-hmm. it looks absolutely phenomenal. And I think they should make that into a game because I would spend all kinds of money on that. I seriously sat there with my mouth open yeah, watching was, the whole entire thing. I was It was impressive. And, you know, the fact that PS3 can still do something like that, like, why be in a rush? And, you know, I, I still think developers really haven't met the potential of the PS3 yet. And I know you, there's Xbox fanboys probably listening to this. And, you know, I, I have an Xbox. I like the Xbox. But, I, you know... I don't. Well, there you go. So, we have both <laughs> sides here. But, um... The PS, I mean, even the Blu-ray discs. I mean, look at most of these games coming out. They're putting like Assassin's Creed Revolution, a Re- Revolution, yeah, Revelations put uh, Assassin's Creed One on the disc because there was still so much space. What there's, there's, but they're eight, not, they're not going to gigs, yeah, on a, uh, Blu-ray. But they're not going to use that space because they're developing these games for the 360 because it's easier to develop for. Now the 360 does have more RAM. That's yeah. that's true, but. It's just like all this space on the PS3 and they're not using it because these third-party games are primarily being developed for the 360 because it's easier and developers know how to do it. They can do it in their sleep mm-hmm. and they port it over and then you get tragic, tragic, tra- oh man, I'm trying to say a word and I can't even say it. Travesties, there you go. Like Skyrim that runs pretty bad sometimes on the PS3. Yeah, it, it had really bad bugs when it first came yeah. out. The freezing and the frame rates and the if your safe data got over so much, you couldn't. It, just I hate that developers develop one thing because they have a favorite. Developers have favorite systems. Huh? Yeah, exactly. And they develop it towards that specific system and then port it out to the other systems. Definitely. That's like um, what game am I trying to think of here? I just had it. The uh, uh, Battlefield actually was made for PC but also for PS3 as well. That's half the reason why PS3 players get DLC a week early. Yeah, yeah. It was also stated that 
I know I read it somewhere that the PS3 could handle 16 on 16, but the Xbox couldn't, mm. so they didn't, they didn't they decide didn't do to do it for consoles, yeah. yeah. Which saddens me. I mean, it's sad. I mean, I, I, like I said, I know there there are fanboys out there who are kind of blind to things like that, and there are some there are some Sony fanboys who are blind as well to some mm-hmm. things. So we're not you know bashing a certain system, but it's just, I mean, man, you look at games like Uncharted, God of War, like these games are absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and I know Gears of War looks amazing. It does, but waist high walls everywhere. Like I've never seen so many <laughs> well, waist high walls. In that's my life. true. That is fact. Um, <laughs> The game looks, the Gears of War looks good, and that's probably the best looking 360 game, but it's still not, like, mind-blowing. Like, I, you know, I, it just doesn't look that great. It looks good, but not that great. And But games like Uncharted, God of War, constantly, just my jaw is dropped every time I see them. And I, I think not even just a graphical aspect, it's just the fact that there's so much space still on those Blu-rays mm-hmm. that just nothing. Like, Bioshock Infinite's coming with Bioshock 1 on the disc, and they probably still have four gigs to work with <laughs> you know yeah, i mean it, it's ridiculous it's the blu-ray i was i'm the blu-rays are such an open thing of possibilities that's why when i look at um xbox I, like i said i'm not bashing xbox i know it has this plus i'm just not a fan mm. um but like when i look at battlefield and like all the other games oh multiplayer on one disc and then freaking main campaign on the other disc that's so stupid yeah well like, it can't handle all of that on, and well actually the i think the multiplayer disc also had the um yeah, for the, Battlefield, da- the download disc. for the texture pack. Yeah, because you had you you the, had to install. They it. couldn't put the HD textures yeah, on, the on disc. like one disc because mm-hmm. it's just like I said. And then when I see like Final Fantasy, what what was it? Uh, or Lost Odyssey is four discs. Yeah, <laughs> come on, you could fit that on one. Well, even Mass Effect, on- like going to Mass Effect three. You know, um, I I played it on the three sixty because I had Mass Effect one and I had my mm-hmm. save file, mm-hmm. and. Mass Effect 3, I installed the disc, so you can do that now on the 360, and it, I still had to change the disc. I probably changed it like 15, 16 times throughout the game, and it's just... And I know someone out there is like, it's not that bad, you know, if you're sitting right next to it, it's, it's a 10-second switch, but it's still something that's not necessary. It should not happen. Right, I'm not on, you know, f- like, first-gen consoles now to where I have, when I have PS3... See, that's what I'm saying, like, on... Like, the first... Uh, PS1 is what I meant to say. Like, mm. I thought it was understandable when you have final fan with final fantasies on like three four discs mm-hmm. but now when th- on next gen consoles when like final fantasy 13 is on three discs mm-hmm. that's that like shuns me away from like 360 for that reason i don't want to change discs when i'm getting into a story and believe me that's all final fantasy 13 is it is does big, take you out of the story, story so it does take you out if you have to change the disc i, I absolutely think. It might might be a minor nitpick to some of you, uh, but for some of us, it is also one of those things. It just doesn't. It's not necessary. And it should not be necessary at this point in gaming. Um, mm-hmm. Which, in my opinion, it won't all matter in, in uh, the gen after this coming gen, um, because everything I think will be digital. Yep. Um, so no used games, all digital. And uh, that's another thing I, I just want to you know talk about the used games thing for a second on the on the systems. I'm actually I know a lot of people are opposed to blocking out used games. Um, I'm. You know, I'm not terribly, like, when they say we want to lock out used games, I kind of side with them a little bit at times, you know? I mean, yeah. developers, I mean, look at look at smaller industry, smaller developers for a second. Take, uh, like, Platinum Games with Vanquish. Did not Platinum sell. Platinum Games. Did not sell, but, you Bayonetta know. Bayonetta was awesome. Bayonetta was saying. awesome, <laughs> but those games didn't sell that well when no. they were new. So people bought them used. They don't see a dime of that. So we'll probably never see Vanquish 2 or Bayonetta 2. 
because they no, didn't. No, no, there is a Bayonetta two. Bayonetta two. Okay, well, yeah, I stand corrected. Is, all it's, right, it's, it's, it is in development. I'm, I'm all I'm all over that. So okay, well, there you go. But a game like Vanquish, we might not see a sequel. Or even smaller developers who make PSN games or Xbox Live games, like are very good games. They don't people that made Castle Crashers, for instance. Yeah, Fantastic I mean, if you, game, you know, they they that's a lot of money they're spending, a lot of man hours, and you know, if you go out and buy their used game, I think they're not seeing a dime of that. Well, see, with people, I think they're having a good idea putting their um, games like on like the Xbox Live Marketplace or the PlayStation Network Store because mm-hmm. you can't buy it used that way. Imagine exactly, if yeah. like, developers from Castle Crashers, for instance, because it was a big game, made their game for uh, disc-based. And people, it was only $10, so if people, they would get... It'd probably be no 20 money, for no being a physical disc, Yeah, well, though. 20 yeah. But they'd make no money if yeah. it was... They would just make nothing because mm-hmm. everybody would wait for it to become used and they just wouldn't make anything. You'd have the first wave people that would buy it and then it would all turn it back in, and then that's all the money they would make. But I, now, I, since it's on the you know networks and stuff, yeah. you can download it all the time without having. It's just yeah. I understand both sides. I understand why a lot of gamers are pissed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I completely understand, but I also understand the developer and publisher side of it. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is just like you know, for me, use games. There's not a big price difference to to be pissed about it, in my opinion. No. I mean, you look at new games. Okay, um, Resident Evil. Fifty nine ninety nine new, sixty four nineteen after tax, depending on state, depending mm. on what state you live in. Fifty nine ninety nine used is fifty four ninety nine. That's five dollars. Yeah, that's not like don't you shouldn't be pissed about five dollars. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not like used it'd be twenty five ninety nine. That's right. a big jump, and I I'd understand if that was taken away from you, mm-hmm. but five bucks, and that's on most games like uh, games that are under twenty dollars. Nineteen ninety nine new, seventeen ninety nine used. Well, also too, when I've seen, um, like when, uh, let's say, because Walmart does this, they'll have um, games that are still sixty bucks, but over at like um, GameStop, they're like what ten ninety nine or something like used, that. Used, yeah. Used, and that's the big price difference. That, that is, yeah. Come over, especially when you have like a Walmart or a GameStop right next to each other. Everybody's gonna go next door and pay for the used game, and exactly. the developer is gonna miss out on money. Like even if Walmart lowered the price to like. Uh, twenty bucks for the game, and it's still ten ninety nine or a GameStop. I still think people that's, have that's the, a little bit the, enough to the impulse buy to say, yeah. "Oh, I'm just going to grab it here instead of instead definitely." Of yeah, I mean, I understand both sides. Like, I, but honestly, I think if you're on the side of you're fighting this and you, you know, you're you're outraged that you know used games might not be possible here soon. Mm-hmm. I, give it up. I, I really because in like I said, ten years, it's all going to be digital. Um, in my opinion. And even if there are still physical copies, I, I think used games will be abolished by then. Yeah. Um, and if you're a PC gamer, this has nothing to do with you. You've been yeah. dealing with this forever. There are yeah. no used games on PC. Nope. So well, there used to be. There used, there to, be used to be back when but now Electronics they have... Boutique first started, but now they don't even do that anymore. Yeah. So. so PC gamers are just like, are you kidding me? Why are you bitching about this? And they have Steam anyway. And Steam yeah. always has discounts. And stuff I would love if games. like PlayStation... Like PlayStation Network, I think, is really good. They have some pretty good prices and discounts. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if you're going to go off digital, I... I don't want to be paying fifty nine ninety nine for a digital copy. Absolutely, that's why you know I think I mean? the forty nine ninety nine price difference is okay. Yeah. I like the forty nine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, still, it, like it'll be interesting to see like the online pass thing that's going on. It's kind of annoying, but understandable at the same time. I know mm-hmm. a lot of gamers are pissed off about that. Um, gamers in general. I mean, we are angry individuals. Well, that's see. I kind of <laughs> like that. You know, I'm. Being that guy, but yeah. I kind of like the online pass idea only I, I, for I the fact too. because 
most games incorporate something with the online pass, which mm-hmm. makes it worth you know having the online. Like um, Battlefield, for instance, gave you the back the Karkin for free. Well, yeah, the limited back the edition for free. Yeah, limited edition, but that was the first wave. Yeah. So it, the um. They give you the Back to Karkin map pack, which is fourteen ninety nine, and the um, nineteen eleven. Yeah, yeah. For the online pass, and that's great. Mm-hmm. If a lot more developers start doing that, I could see a decline in used game sales. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I just I don't mind the online pass thing. Maybe because I buy primarily new. I never really buy used unless it's like one of those old ass games. And that's yeah. the one thing that'll be sad is when the used game market goes down. You won't be able to find maybe those like indie eBay. hits That's or it. something, or even you know, eBay. So, I mean, I, I like I said, I understand why you, you gamers are angry, um, but at the same time, it's just like I don't know. And then the whole backwards compatible thing sucks, but I think what they're probably going to do if they go that route is all PS3 games will be digital. See, what I don't get about the backwards compatibility, you know, the PS3s can play PlayStation One games, mm, but not, discs, P- not PS2. but not two. Yeah. Well, there is, you know, her troll. Oh, the media, eighty gig. Yeah, yeah, but, well, that, yeah. But I mean, the it should be backwards compatible already because Xbox, I know, doesn't support the full line of original Xbox games for backwards compatibility, mm-hmm. but they support enough to. They support the good ones. Yeah. So. It's just I don't understand why PlayStation, why Sony didn't go down that road for backwards compatibility when it's easily capable of doing. But. Like I said, they're all these are all speculations and rumors. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my personal opinion, I don't think Sony will go down any of these roads. Right. I think they'll just stick to what they what they're doing now. It'll be a big um, thing like the Steam Box with a bunch of stuff like being said, and then it would just turn out to be nothing. Oh, uh, so. the Steam Box would be awesome. It would be, but it's not. Valve, so. please do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think everything will be dig- digital anyway. So we'll see. We'll see where it ends up. Um, but yeah, that's that's it for the rumors of PS4. Um, it pretty much covers what we had. Uh, anything that you would like to add? Um, not really. Uh, yeah, that uh, pretty much covers everything we we're going to discuss in this episode. Yeah. You didn't so, want to touch on your Mass Effect three or anything, or you want to save that for another episode? Well, induction theory, in, uh, indoctrination yeah, yeah, yeah. theory. Let's talk about. No, that. no, can't talk about that. Uh, yeah, I know. Not yeah, but can't. anyway. Uh, no, no, I yeah. just I, I got to rant on and on and on about Mass Effect three and how it just I'm I'm just not going to get into it on this episode because that. We're trying to like not make these super long, you know. Yeah. But because I could talk forever about that, so yeah. we I'm might do satisfied. we might do a spoiler cast. Yeah, I think so, that, um, I see that coming in the future. Definitely. Uh, I don't. I actually have not messed around with our um, the website that we're using for this mm-hmm. uh, podcast thing. But if you can comment on that, and if you're on that website and not getting this through iTunes, which I, th- I assume most of you probably will, um, maybe we should do maybe we should do like a whole thing about the indoctrination theory. We probably should. We should. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, you know what? We, we, we probably will do something like a Facebook page, Twitter, something like that, so mm-hmm. you fans can um, communicate with us. Um, we do have an email, and in the later episodes, we will have reader mail. Uh, we want to get you guys involved. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's galacticgamingnews at gmail.com. I know it's generic, but bear with us. Mm-hmm. Um, We're not Mass Effect fans or anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> um galacticgamingnews at gmail.com that's our email shoot us an email any question I know, even if it's not gaming related yeah. uh, I don't really care just shoot us a question we want to get you guys involved um, we probably should make a some kind of social page for people mm-hmm. to comment 
Um, and if we do that, watch for that. We'll let you know, um, definitely. And then if you want to hear us talk about something or whatnot, shoot us an email or comment, and we'll get to that. Um, Absolutely. We're open to anything. So open to anything. Whether it be games or, you know, just, you know. We mostly want to stick towards games because that's what we're oh, here to do. But we'll answer the random But if questions. you're curious about us personally, mm-hmm. as long as they're not troll questions, I won't answer those. Well, or, how big's your penis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. But, <laughs> well, I'll accept all those. You know what they no, say about well. guys with big hands, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big feet. Big feet. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, this was the first episode. Um, bear with us. We probably... I, I think we did pretty well today. Yeah, it I was... Think we did. Uh, technically, technically, we might have some issues here and there, but uh, mm-hmm. like I said, we're just getting started. Um, we're doing this because we love it. Not, yes. you know, like we said, we do. We do want to get into the gaming industry somehow. Um, we live in an area that it's very difficult to do that, unless we move far, far away. Yeah, far, far, <laughs> far away. away. Um, yeah. So you know, this is kind of our little entry um, into the gaming biz. Um, like I said, if this gets popular enough and you guys really enjoy us, um, we might do something like a website that reviews games. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, because we both are very interested in that. Yes. Um, we both are very opinionated people, if you haven't already could tell. Yes. Um, so sure. we definitely have opinions on things we would like to write, but at the same time, it's one of those things that, you know, we don't want to spend too much time writing if no one's going to actually look at it. Mm-hmm. So if you guys really enjoy this podcast, we will do, you know, obviously, there's going to be more podcasts. Um, we yes. plan on doing every week. Um, this week might be different. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in packs. So I'll have a plethora of PAX news for you. Um, as of this recording, it's actually Monday morning, so I don't yes. know if we'll get one out before I go to PAX. I leave Thursday morning. When he comes back from PAX, I'll just probably mostly be like, yep, yep, that's cool. <laughs> yep, yep mm-hmm. that's good. Yep. <laughs> um, but I will have some cool news for you guys. Um, but yeah, just stick with us. Um, just starting up. We're a little nervous, but mm-hmm. I think it'll be all good. So but this was the first episode of the Galactic Gaming News Podcast. GGN, or if you want to call us that, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Or just whatever you feel like calling us, I guess. I don't know. Um, again, galacticgamingnews at gmail.com is our email if you want to shoot us an email. And for the next episode, we'll probably talk about any social websites we have going up if we plan on doing that. Um, but again, I was Jimmy, and my host was, or co-host, I guess. Yeah, co-host is Josh. There you well, go. Yeah. Double host, co-host, whatever you want to call me. Whatever you, um, just the two of us now. We thinking about doing a third, but we'll wait and see how this turns out. So maybe even later on, we'll like maybe bring one of you guys into. We're doing do this. One with we're us. doing this via Skype, by the way. Yes. So um, we do live close to each other, but we're doing this via Skype. Um, again, that's why the whole like technical issues might arise because mm-hmm. we're not actually to, like in the same room. Same room. Mm-hmm. So, but if you guys are really cool, opinionated, we could do that. We could invite you to Skype and have you talk with us. Um, we could do like guest hosts. Yeah. Or something like that. So if you're interested so. in that, just let us know. Again, open to all kinds of ideas. So that is all I had. Yeah, same here. So. All right. Thank you for listening. Um, this will be up on iTunes shortly. I should get this up. Um, but if you're listening to this, if you listen to this, thank you very much for yes, bearing with you, us you. for the very first episode. And like I said, one a week is the plan. So, and mm-hmm. expect an hour, hour and thirty minutes. Right now, we're on hour and thirty, so it's pretty decent length. So, yes, it might be longer depending if we have a host or topics. So, mm-hmm. just bear with that in mind. So, but mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Uh, Again, this was the Galactic Gaming News Podcast, episode number one. Episode number one. Yep. See you guys. Later.